Hey everyone, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. How's your day going, Yayo? It's going pretty well. I love staying alive. <laughs> me too. I'm still dancing to it. I know, me too. <laughs> um, it's so good. It's the soundtrack to like our lives right now. Oh yeah, totally. Most of us, for sure. <laughs> it, it definitely, that song was totally pulling me through the very early stages of quarantine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I remember you had sent me the your Quarantunes playlist. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was just like playing it. And that was the first song, I think, on it. And I was, Yeah, that was the first song in the playlist. I was just playing it whenever I was ready, getting ready to go out. And I just remember thinking like, if I ever make an apocalyptic movie of my life, this is going to be like the opening credit song. <laughs> like Yeo was saying, when this first started, I created a playlist to share with my friends and I named it Quarantunes and had Staying Alive. That's how I opened it. I had Survivor by Destiny's Child. Uh, I Want to Be Sedated by the Ramones, which was super fun to revisit because... I don't really listen to them that much anymore. I I went through a Ramones phase too. Um, I don't. I I know what kind of phase you're talking about because I totally went through it and I thought I was like a little punk and I really wanted to be super punk. Oh yeah, but another, for sure. Another, <laughs> <laughs> but another reason I was really into the Ramones was because um, they're from Queens. Uh, and I'm from Queens here in New York. They're from Forest Hills. And so it's just like, you know, like repping Queens. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. That's how I feel about L.A. bands like the Red Hot Chili Peppers or, you know, they went to Fairfax High. And, you know, when you tell I, I don't understand your New York references and you probably don't understand my L.A. references. Um, but, yeah, I feel you on that. <laughs> So yeah, so we're going to be talking about tunes and yeah, do you want to share your the tune that's been helping you survive? Yeah, okay, so for my first song, I chose Sunshine uh, by Little Dragon and yeah, let's listen and then I'll tell you a little bit more Sweet. about it.
Yeah, so that was Sunshine by Little Dragon. That was really upbeat. And, uh, I like it. Yeah, I honestly don't know where I came across this song again or or what. I think I just had my, like I was playing Little Dragon on shuffle for some reason and this song came up and I was like, you know when you like listen to a song and it just sort of catches your yeah, attention? Yeah. It, it was one of those and... Um, it really helped me out during quarantine, uh, in the beginning anyway. Uh, as soon as I, like, got laid off work and, like, I couldn't... For me, exercise is a big part of, like, my daily routine. And when the gyms were closed, I was distraught. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> <on> that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? But um, lucky for me, I have a bike and I... I was waking up early just because that's, like, my internal clock. I, like, usually wake up at 6.30 or 7.30, and I started riding my mm-hmm. bike, which I hadn't done in years. <laughs> but um, it was cool, and it was just, like, the first song that I would play, and it was nice because I would hop on my bike early in the morning. The sun would be rising, and I would just be, like, riding riding to this song. And, um, and low-key, it's, like... I'm going to dedicate this song to my bike. (laughs) It was my, like, you know, the lyrics talk about you are my sunshine when times are dark. And I got to say, like, my bike really helped me out. My, the first, like, two weeks of quarantine because I was just riding everywhere. Nice. So that was how I was coping. (laughs) Cool. And Little Dragon is a Swedish band, right? Yeah, they're a Swedish, uh, yeah, they're Swedish, um, and this song is actually just was released as a single. It's not part of any album. Um, and it's from 2012. And yeah, I also, I love Little Dragon. Mm-hmm. I've seen them live many times. They're just like one of those bands. I was, when I was in college, that's when I discovered them, when I was in college. And during that time, I was an avid festival goer. You know, I was one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I think I saw them too. Um, either 2009 or 2010, I was really into like the Swedish indie music scene. I would listen to Little Dragon, but I definitely preferred the Concretes over Little Dragon. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen them in a while though, but I mean, well, I can't see any artists. <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. One thing I miss about um, this whatever we're going through. <laughs> I don't even want to say like new normal because I don't want this to be like the new normal um, is not being able to go to shows. I had uh, this always happens to me every time the strokes are in town. I'm either out of the country or I have like something to go to and I can't go see them. And I finally had to get to go see them. And I was going with my friend Hector. And we, every time we see, like, the Strokes in a festival lineup, we're like, let's go, let's do it. Let's go see the Strokes. We've been following the Strokes for years. And we were so close to it. They canceled the concert three days before the date. So we didn't get to see them. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, actually, I was supposed to see the Strokes last uh, June. I went, I bought tickets to, to, I remember, I remember you went to the governor's ball and this, uh, the rain or like the weather didn't 
allow for it to continue. Yeah, yeah I remember that. I remember being sad for you. <laughs> I was like, no! Because I... I was so sad! <laughs> Alrighty, well, thanks for sharing Little Dragon with all of us. Um, so it's my turn now. So I am gonna share a song by someone that does not need an introduction. So let's go ahead and hear it.
All right. So that was Fiona Apple. Uh, I, sorry, I want you to love me. Yes. <laughs> um, she just released her first album in eight years and it is so exciting. It's a fucking masterpiece. And I definitely, I like a lot of songs in the album, but I think the intro song is the one that spoke to me the most. I don't know if it's because it was the first one I heard or I, it, it, that might be it, but, um, yeah, I was like struck by that one. And, um, so, you know, the lyrics say, I want you, I want somebody to want, I want you to love me. I don't know when I was listening to the song, I wasn't thinking about a you or like a person, you know, I was, I was, I thought it was like a song about her singing to herself to love herself. So then I was like, Oh my God, I should love myself, which I do. (laughs) Just love myself more, you know? And then there's this other lyric where she says, um, blast the music, bang it, bite it, bruise it. I thought it was so interesting how she used those words, you know, bang it, bite it, bruise it, like talking about music, because that's exactly what music does. Um, Like it evokes all these feelings like pain, happiness, nostalgia. I don't know. And like, like a song can be like a bruise, you know, you listen to it and it can it can hurt to listen to a song or it makes you feel some type of way like like a memory you know so I really like this and just like the whole album itself I felt like it was like a huge manifesto and a huge like fuck you uh to to people who suck (laughs) (laughs) I don't know like the album was like breaking free of pain patriarchy and self-hate and like all of these things and it was so amazing that she used it uh, she recorded everything like at home she recorded everything at home with makeshift per- makeshift percussion she was using her iphone and i read somewhere that uh, one of her dogs recently passed i think the dog passed away last year and she really really loved this dog so she kept her dog's bones and she put them in a box and in some of the songs, like she taps on the on the box and she uses it as uh, percussion. So I thought it was beautiful that she incorporated her her dog into it, um, even though he's no longer here. Um, I don't know. I thought it was freaky, but it was super cool, too. I don't know, like just like the makeshift percussion, just banging on random things. And when you listen to the whole album, like. There's not much music. You just hear her voice. You know, she's so eloquent and the lyrics are so raw that you don't really need that much music. You kind of just need like the like the sounds, like the percussion and all that to bring it together. I, I love it. It's beautiful. And I know I've been pushing you to <laughs> listen to the album. And every time I ask you, did you listen to it? You're like, no. <laughs> been all over the place with music and um just rediscovering old stuff and new stuff but um i haven't gotten to it yet but i will yeah and uh, listen to the whole thing don't shuffle it because there is a beautiful order to this album um i don't know just like there's so many lyrics that struck me like there's this song under the table and it says uh kick me under the table all you want i won't shut up And it's basically about, like, a shitty relationship and, like, she's done pretending to be this perfect couple, even though, like, 
her partner is like, you know, kicking her under the table, like, you need to get your shit together in front of friends or in front of family, in front of people. And she's just like, no, I'm done. And the song starts with her screaming, I would beg to disagree, but begging disagrees with me. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh my God, I should get that tattooed or something. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, how many times have I said I was going to get lyrics tattooed? Oh my God, I know. I'm going to be like a walking book. (laughs) I recommend this album a thousand percent. It is beautiful. I don't know. It's just, and it's jam-packed with words. It's not one of those albums where you have, like, a chorus all the time. It's just, it's very, like, Bob Dylan-y in that manner, where it's, like, more storytelling than than song, than, like, music, um, mm-hmm. which I really like. And the, the name of the album is Fetch the Bolt Cutters, and it's, like, Fetch the Bolt Cutters, uh, I've Been In Here Too Long. So she's, like, ready to break free from everything and just... She's done. The Ona is done. (laughs) (laughs) So let's move on to another song. Yeah. So the next song that I chose is a classic by the good old Beach Boys. uh, God Only Knows. love you but long as there are stars above you you never need to doubt it I'll make you so sure about it God only knows what I'd be without you if you should ever leave me the life would still go on believe me show nothing to me so what good would living do me God only knows what I'd be without you
I forgot how comforting that song is. It's so like, I'm going to drift away to another world. <laughs> um, honestly, I think that was one of the reasons that I was so drawn to this song. Because it's so, mm. like, especially because in these, in this situation that we are, I hate to call it like uncertain times. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, whenever I hear that, I'm like, oh God, shut up. But <laughs> this song is comforting and like, we don't really know what's going to happen. And so this song, even the title, you know, like God only knows. Yeah. And um, yeah, I found, I found it comforting and um, I came across this song. Um, I'd been watching a documentary uh, of the Beatles, the Beatles documentary of their touring years. And then I was like, Oh my God, I want to like watch more documentaries. Like, musician documentaries specifically <laughs> mm-hmm. and so I was talking to my friend Katie shout out to Katie um film of uh Brian Wilson's life mm-hmm. and Brian Wilson it was the lead singer of the Beach Boys yeah and um it's a really great movie I didn't really I like something that for me is like I I love music but Sometimes I don't really put much effort into learning about the musicians themselves. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Brian Wilson had a crazy life. He's, uh, suffers from auditory and visual hallucinations. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, he was under the care of an abusive psychotherapist. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah. Who was like trying to like take advantage of him basically. And so, when it's basically the story of like he meets his second wife and his second wife sort of helping him out in that time. But I would really recommend it because it's a crazy story. I didn't know that. And also Brian Wilson is like a musical genius. He really uh, changed how like he allowed for artists to be able to produce their own music. Mm -hmm. Um, Up until that time, artists had producers and like a lot of artists weren't allowed to produce their own music. Yeah, Fiona doesn't know about that life. (laughs) (laughs) It's because people like Brian Wilson. (laughs) But he was very experimental, like, especially with pet sounds. He, at the time, it was 1966. Mm -hmm. He was very heavily influenced by, like, I think, Rubber Soul, which had come out in 1965. Mm -hmm. Um, So just, like, trying to be more experimental. So he was, like, you know... Like, if, if you listen to Pet Sounds, there's a song where you can hear, like, dogs barking in the background. And he's like... <gasps> yeah, same with... <laughs> Back to Fiona. Same with Fiona. She credits her dogs in the album because you can hear them barking in the background. Mm-hmm. Especially in Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Um, yeah, she loves dogs. I don't know how many dogs she has, but she lives in Venice with a bunch of dogs. That's all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but Brian Wilson does that in Pet Sounds. And uh, in this song, too, you can hear some sleigh bells, you know, like. Mm -hmm. And he was also the first person to, like, use the studio as an instrument itself. Uh, So, yeah. That's super dope to know. Yeah, I would highly recommend watching Love and Mercy, but. um, Cool. Uh, So, yeah, plus I love the Beach Boys and uh, um, 
something that I loved while I was reading about this song was that they were talking about the lyrics mm-hmm. and how the writers, uh, which were Wilson and this other guy named Asher, mm-hmm. talk about like the uncertainty yeah. and in being blind, yeah. uh, you can see more, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. so I, you know, that sense of like, and I kind of get that sense with this song too, that like, you don't know what's going to happen, but it's like, it's all going to be okay. Or, you know, and sort of in this time, for yeah. me, I've been using it a lot to sort of reflect, see where I'm at, kind of going back to the self-care or self-love that you were talking about. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like really paying attention to my needs and like, you know, staying, you know, staying. Yeah, of course. Looking for those silver linings and like this whole thing going on. Uh, yeah, so thanks for sharing that. I'm going to add that to my library because I don't think I have that song saved. So, going back to Rediscover. Yeah. Um, what's your second song? <gasps> what is my second song? Ooh, okay, so my second song is a song by Bad Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> El Conejo Malo. Uh, yeah, Bad Bunny, because we all love Bad Bunny. Even those that don't like reggaeton like Bad Bunny. So let's go ahead and take a listen. Hoy salí de puesta pa' mí Yo que pensaba que venía a dormir No, vino redilla, puesta pa' una semilla Me chupa la lollipop, solita se arrodilla hey. ¿Cómo te atreves, mami? A venir sin pan Mira, dímelo, DJ Yorma ¿Qué tú te crees? Jodio cabrón <ríe> Yo hago lo que me da la gana Y se lo conejo Hoy se bebe, hoy se gasta Hoy se fuma como un rata Si Dios lo permite Si Dios lo permite Hoy se bebe, hoy se gasta Hoy se fuma como un rata Si Dios lo permite Si Dios lo permite Orientando las generaciones nuevas Por la verdadera Bella que va a lograr la Si Dios lo permite, si Dios lo permite, 
So that was Bad Bunny Safaera. This is like, if we were to have summer, this would be the hot, hot summer. Wait, <laughs> hot summer anthem. I'm forgetting how to talk. <laughs> this would be the hot. Wow, uh, I lost it again. <laughs> this would be the hot girl summer anthem, but we're not having summer. I mean, we are having clearly because we already feel the heat here in L.A., but we're not having like, you know, some summer. summer. (laughs) We're not having pool party summer. (laughs) I like that I talk about these things or I'm not even like a pool party person. (laughs) I'm not that person. (laughs) But no, badly. I think he, yeah, he released this uh, maybe the second week of quarantine, and it's it just makes me feel so happy. Like whenever I listen to him, I feel like everything's okay. There's still reggaeton. There's still perreo. We're gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah. So a little bit about Bad Bunny. Uh, he is. Puerto Rican, of course. He's a Latin trap reggaeton singer, and he is quite the character. 
He's really funny. I don't know. My friends, I think it was like the first or second um, week of quarantine. They sent me like he he was playing with all these toys from Toy Story. (laughs) He was doing like a little voiceover of all the characters and it was so good. (laughs) It was. He like did the like their voices were spot on. I was like, wait, actually doing all of these voices. It was it was really good. <laughs> yeah, I was obsessed with his stories. I always follow him because he always has some funny shit to post. And, um, but yeah, no, this Safaera song is hilarious. Like the lyrics, I'm always singing like, hoy se bebe, hoy se gasta, hoy se fuma como un rasta, which translates to today we drink, today we spend, today we, f- we smoke like a rasta. And my sister laughs at me because I don't even smoke, but I'm out here like, yeah. <laughs> Especially like the Yo quiero perrear y fumarme un blunt (laughs) I go hard on that part Yeah, no, Bad Bunny is hilarious And um, he released a new video too For Yo perreo sola Which is like I I perreo by myself I I think this should be like one of those words that should never get translated. You know, it should always just be perreo. Yeah. But anyway, so he uh, goes full drag. He does like three outfits where he looks super hot and has like a banging bod. And um, yeah, no, it was really interesting. Like, like just seeing him always like experiment with the way he dresses. Like he's very out there in that way. And um, I think he came out on Jimmy Fallon and he wore a shirt with a woman's name, a, a, a trans woman who was murdered in Puerto Rico. And she wrote, he wrote her name on his t-shirt to like, get attention for that for all of the violence against the trans community yeah i mean it's uh well that's one of the things that i personally i what i like about bad bunny like you said is he's um he's very fluid and out there i think with his manner of dress yeah just with his Um, manner of dress though not his sexuality per se because he was interviewed and they asked i think he was asked and he's like no i'm only into women but that doesn't mean it can change in the future. So, like, he capitalizes on that being his image when he's actually not fluid sexually, you know? I think that's where I see the problem. Right. That's where I'm like, ooh, are you just using this because no one has done that? I mean, I'm sure someone else has done that. But right now, he's kind of yeah. like the face of fluidity. Yeah, it gets kind of complicated, I think. Um, It's like a gray area because on the one hand, it is cool that he's using his platform to, you know, highlight this problem. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure like a lot more people paid attention to it just because he did that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Of course, it brings it out to everyone. Because, dude, who does not like Bad Bunny? Right. And <laughs> also on Jimmy Fallon, you know, it's uh, it's like reaching a wider audience, like besides just like um, Latin people, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, which is cool. But 
then yeah, like all the stuff that you said. I didn't know any of that stuff, but it gets so complicated. It's it just yeah it sucks. Flex. I think I'm the opposite. Every time I discover a new artist, I like Google them and I want to know who they are and I want to know why they sing what like why they sing what they are singing. For some reason, I always find like a way to connect to them. I don't know. It just makes their music feel a little more personal to me. Mm-hmm. So I always, always Google away. I'm like, ooh, I wonder where he's from. I wonder I wonder if they were like formally educated in music. I wonder if this is they're just like these natural virtuosos who just like, oh man, I was born just musically talented. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always like to know that. Um Well, I mean, yeah, it's hard, but also I don't know. I, I also just like to think that he's doing the best he can sometimes. Yeah, and... of course. Of course. Yeah. I'm not bashing him. I love him. I would pay, take my money, bad money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take all my money. Alrighty. So that was bad money for us. Uh, and I believe it's your turn. My... What song are you sharing with us? Ooh. So for my final song, song <laughs> chosen um, Vámonos by La Santa Cecilia Eres mi corazón, mi amor, te busco Porque a los placeres no le encuentro gusto Nada es igual si tú no estás Pregunto si lo que yo siento lo sentimos juntos Yo quisiera darte toditito el mundo y más y más Por ver lo que pasa A tu lado de nada tengo temor Porque son tus ojos que me dan valor Que no habrá paso
Yeah, so that was uh, Vámonos by La Santa Cecilia. Um, and I actually rediscovered La Santa Cecilia right after we um, finished recording our first episode. Um, and yeah, I hadn't listened to them in maybe like a year, year and a half first like a long time and yeah. started listening to them again and I rediscovered how much I really love them. <laughs> yeah, I love them too. Um, and I think the same thing happens to me where I, I'll like go hardcore on them and I'll listen to them a lot and then I'll stop and then come back a few months later and I'm like, why did I ever stop listening to this? <laughs> so good. <laughs> I love it. I love her. I follow her. Um, I follow La Marisol on on Instagram, and I really like that she's always posting covers of songs, and they're always so good. Like there's there's never one that I don't like. Oh, she's perfect. She has a great <laughs> voice, you know. Yeah, her she voice does. Is just so strong and like ah. She like did this song. Like, I don't know if it's a cover or anything, but uh, on, I was listening to their their Spotify on shuffle, and they have this song with um, the California hun- the feet honey troops. No. Oh, that. <laughs> <they're- laughs> I think that's also a band, but wrong band. Yeah. Um, it's called nobody knows when you're down and out it's so 1920s yeah but it's so it's so beautiful yeah that's from their new album from their newest album which i'm not gonna lie i, I tried to listen to it and i was like i'm not really feeling this album like, okay i felt the same okay thank you but then okay then you listen to it again then you're like okay fine i'm gonna do this and you're like okay that wasn't that bad and, it, and you just grow to love it <laughs> <laughs> then you're oh, like, I, why I did I not like this in the first place? <laughs> yeah, I think it's also just it's because it's their first English album, right? Um, or like fully English album. Oh, you know what? I never, I didn't realize that that was their fully, like a fully English album. Because most of their other albums, well, they they do have English and Spanish songs, but yeah. they mostly sing in spanish that woman's voice is like have you heard her oh my god i saw her at the walt so i saw the band at the walt disney concert hall and she put her mic to the side and she just sang acoustically in the walt disney concert hall just her voice filled the entire hall it was powerful as fuck did I cry when she sang Dios Manda? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I just remember that. That was that was that was really impressive. I thought it was yeah, it's for someone to be able to fill such like a big place just with their voice. Oh my god. Yeah. So good. So good. I yeah, I've been wanting I've been wanting to see them live forever, but they don't really come to New York, which is sad. Makes me sad. I love them. I've been listening to La Marisol my whole life when she first started out. Uh, they're all so amazing. Like all of the members are really, really talented. Um, there's this uh, HBO series. I think it's called Tiny Concert, 
and um, they did a, a small segment for it. I think they sang maybe two or three songs, and one of them was Ice, El Yellow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And if you guys haven't heard that before, um, Google it. It's really sad. It is about, you know, families being separated by ice. And La Marisol got super emotional uh, when she was singing it. And she was saying, like, you know, like, we shouldn't be singing these type of songs. Like, I should not be up here crying about this. Like, this should this should not be an issue in the first place, you know? It's so fucked up that our government separates families and, like, you know, people who have been living here for years don't get access to citizenship or, like, anything um, when they contribute so much to our economy. Like, they're the backbone of our economy. That went from, like, a really happy song to... Like- <laughs> Yeah, no, I love this song, Vámonos, it's so upbeat, like, Vámonos volando que la vida se nos va, like, let's yeah. go, because life is escaping us, it's so beautiful. Yeah, it's basically about let's go out and live life before, you know, because it is escaping us every day, but, yeah, um, yeah, no, they have so many great songs, I've, this one in Calaverita, um, which is about the Day of the Dead, it's also a really upbeat song, and they, I'll put these on while I'm, like, washing my face, like, to go to bed, and I'm just, like, dancing around. It's great. <laughs> yeah, they're fun. They're fun to listen to. I like them. I like seeing them live, too. All right, hopefully we can see them live together soon. I know. Uh, I have to come back out to L.A. It's been a while. Yeah. It, it, I feel like if we lived in the same city, we'd be up to no good. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is probably for the best that we're separated, you know. Well, this I mean, is... we're going to go on many <laughs> abroad adventures, so. Yeah. 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 I'm glad we're separated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, but it's it's for the best. It also makes things fun when we get together because we don't get bored of each other. <laughs> I know. And I got to say, though, like, it's crazy, like, so Yvette and I went on a trip in October, and it's the first time we'd, like, traveled together. It's so funny because we're very similar and very different, but we never traveled together before. And I gotta say, I was pleasantly surprised. We literally <laughs> spent two weeks together, like, like meaning, like, we never were really apart. Except for, like, no, maybe we're... once when you went to buy some tickets and I stayed in the cab. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, in Egypt. Yeah, and you you had a weird experience, and I had a weird experience. We were like, <laughs> don't separate. <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> don't stay with a random cab driver in Egypt if you're a woman by yourself. Yeah. And also, don't go anywhere by yourself. <laughs> Always have someone with you. Uh, yeah, it was weird saying goodbye. We were in Spain, and I was like, damn. I haven't been alone in two weeks. This is weird. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. I remember we kept running into each other because we said goodbye <laughs> at the metro station. And then I went downstairs to get a ticket and you went downstairs to go wherever you were going to go. And then we're like, oh, hey. <laughs> you were looking for your train and I was looking for my train. And we were both yeah. like, oh, what? <laughs> But yeah, it, 
it i can't believe we decided to do that because it's so hard to find someone you are compatible with to travel i don't know like if you can travel with someone that is awesome (laughs) (laughs) so my last song is gonna be by someone i discovered last year So that was Antidote by Orion Sun. I don't know much about this artist, to be honest. (laughs) I know I discovered it last year. I was listening to someone else and then I clicked on Go to Radio to get similar suggestions. And this came up and I saved it. And recently I put my library on shuffle and it came up again and I started listening to it. And now I listen to it almost every day. It's like, it's really like smooth. The lyrics are super corny. Like, your smile is my antidote. I don't know. It's just like, she's like in her early 20s. She's from Philly. R&B artist from Philly. That's all I know about her. 
Yeah. yeah. You sent this song to me in your latest playlist. Oh, yeah. I just made a playlist for you, and I added... I think I started... I started the first the song, with yeah. This song. I yeah. like it, too, actually. I remember being like, ooh, I like this, and I put the little star on it. I mean, the little heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's how I felt about this song. I, as soon as... You, they have this weird thing with, within, like, the first... 10 seconds I can tell if I'm gonna like the song or not yeah if if I'm not into the song in 10 seconds I'm like I'll probably listen to it but I'm not gonna ever listen to it again it's just how I feel I think most of my friends feel when I send (laughs) music I'm always sending people music it's so it's funny because I remember when I, I, I met someone through a friend. It was the friend of a friend. And I sent this person a song, and they messaged my friend. And it was a love song. But I wasn't sharing it because I was, like, declaring my love or anything. Like, I wasn't even interested. And they messaged my friend saying, like, dude, like, your friend is really intense. Like, she's <laughs> sending me music. And my friend had to be like, no, dude, like, this is how Yvette rolls. She'll just start sending people music because she's sharing the music. She's not, like, dedicated to you or anything like that. It was so, and I, you know, I never thought about that. Like, um, And I love when the person replies back with a song and it's like, oh, my God, I love that song, too. Or it's something new that I'm like, Ooh, why haven't I heard this before, you know? Yeah. I love that. And I love that all my friends have, like, different musical tastes. So I'm always, like, learning new things. I'm always, yeah. Yeah. I like it when friends share music. Um, Yeah, I I have a friend that we don't talk at all. It's like we just send each other music. So if you see our message thread... It's just a song, and you just react with like a like, thumbs up, thumbs down, love. <laughs> and we don't even, I don't even take the time to say like, this is the part that I like the most, or like, this was so good. No, no, no. It's just like, thumbs up, dude. <laughs> He'll send another song, and we're just like in constant communication just through music, and it's awesome. And I don't feel like disconnected from this friend or anything. It's just, this is our love language. Yes, <laughs> I feel that. You can just tr- transmit so many feelings with a song. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought it was so funny that that person thought I was intense. I mean, I can be intense. <laughs> <laughs> so this is it. This, these are the six songs we just listened to together, and we hope you all enjoyed them. Um, if you have any suggestions on what you want to hear, let us know. Um, we have a lot of fun episodes planned. If you have a suggestion, send us stuff. Send us your um, tunes. Yeah, so thanks for listening. I keep feel like we keep saying bye and we keep coming back. Hey, it's like that's what we do at <laughs> parties. Like, oh, yeah, bye. I know. <laughs> Alrighty, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you or you will listen to <laughs> next time. Thank you. Bye, Yayo. I love Bye, you. Bye, I love you too. <laughs> Bye. Bye.